0: Hey folks, we're back. It's a good life, babe.com Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. It's episode 29. We didn't say that on the part one. It's part two of episode 29. We talked about how we're going to have, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the music scene that was going on in the 90s, kind of punk rock, art rock, metal music scene that was happening in the 90s. And uh, we're gonna give you a little taste of a band called Lump. Lump had uh, members of Ego Jubilee uh, in it, and also uh, Ben Ben Elman, saxophonist for Galactic, uh, played with this band as well, and uh, so here they are. Got yeah.
1: got it out. Yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah, yeah. I so, don't know if we've talked about this, Jeff, but I want to have Ben Elman come in with Walter with Ben Washington, because I think I think I'm um, understanding <sighs> that Ben is producing or has produced yeah. Walter's latest album. Yeah, that's right. And, it, and them both them would be pretty. So Ben Elman, I know you're listening, man.
0: Let's make it happen. <laughs> we know you're listening, Ben. I mean, who, doesn't, sure. who doesn't listen, Jeff? <laughs> right. Exactly. Everybody in the know <laughs> listens to, to It's a Good to Life Babe.com. Babe. Jeff Joel's Tales from New, New Orleans. Orleans. <laughs> Episode 29, part two. Psych. <laughs> 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 Welcome
1: right. back, folks, to part two. Thanks for tuning in. So that what was what
0: that was Lump. That was Lump. Kind of a seminal band uh, from the mid-90s that Paul and I used to go see all the time. There were many bands in that era that we'd love to go and see those guys uh we were one of the six people that adored the frank spencer quartet Mm -hmm. and uh there were there were a lot of other bands too paul maybe you could talk about some of some of what was going on in that era
2: it was a crazy time it was a great time there was so many different great bands and they were all different it wasn't like they all sounded the same in and uh, I'll just rattle off some names if I can just remember them. I mean, let's see. Uh, Burn version, Evil Nurse Sheila. Andrew Nut. Smith, run of
1: the Path. Andrew right. Smith. Andrew Smith in, 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 in right. Evil Nurse in, Sheila,
2: in, yeah. Where are you at? Up in Portland. Where yeah, at,
1: bruh. He's been listening, by the way. He's into it.
2: All right, Andrew. Hey, shout, shout out to Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Nut, Weed Eater. I mean, uh, the Klezmers, of course. Royal Finger Bowl. Rebirth was just, like, really get taken off at the time also. I mean, Lump and Rebirth did a Christmas Eve show together at
0: the warehouse. Nipples of Isis. Nipples
2: of Isis, yeah. There was a band called Possum, Opossum. They were fucking great, man. <laughs> like that, that band
0: Crash Warship used to roll through town. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And, and, and well, last uh, Sunday we played the, uh, the, 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 um, the Noise Fest, and uh, Robin, who was in the Rubbermaid, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. She said, this is like, like this is kind of like uh, like an old fogey scene, kind of like, you know, like from the 90s. It's like, yeah, it's like, it is. This is totally a 90s scene, man. You know, it's like, it, it, it had that, that crash worship kind of, you know, Lollapalooza thing going on, you know. Uh, but yeah, but the bands, they, 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 they and they, and there was, a, it, they, they, just it was it was such an eclectic scene and, and they were all fantastic and it's uh I, I can't imagine i i don't i don't get out much anymore but i just can't imagine it being anything being like that ever you know like you know that was probably like what San Francisco was like
0: in the 60s or something you know it was
2: it was
1: ridiculous. That's an interesting comparison. Yeah, I get that. There,
0: there was this ridiculously creative scene that was going on, um, which I don't think that we realized at the time, like how rich it was in, in terms of the environment yeah, right. that it created and you're sonic right, right, you're environment. Part of oh, and I
2: hate you know, God also. You know, right, you know, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: we were, we were when it was really at its peak. We were, we were. Sideline players, you know, and as musicians, you know, at that point. Um, but, but it was still going on by the time Egg Jubilee got together. Yeah, for sure.
2: Everything kind of a little bit kind of died off a little bit. Like there was a first wave of the Mermaid Lounge, I guess, and that was what that was. I remember that great New Year's Eve when. Like they all those bands played and like they, uh, they the, the at the end of the night they, they had a, the super group band which was t- Tony Domenici was singing and Scott oh rigid, right? Of course, don't forget rigid. Scott and Jason and and, 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 uh, and This is Scott
0: Guyon who yeah. was in the band with uh, with, 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 with Stanton, Stan Moore. Right, the kind right. of the when they band. were basically right. teenagers. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scott, who did our the album cover right. for Agio Jubilee Fried, who's a fantastic artist and guitarist. Yes. Uh, who's He's ma- amazing. it makes, yeah. makes a living uh, doing art in Nashville. Right. Uh, shout out to Scott Guyon, yeah. a friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout, shout out. out. So, yeah, there was this
2: this, this 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 first wave, I guess, of the mermaid thing. And then a lot of these bands just kind of fell off. And, and I think that's how Agio kind of like i mean I, I remember seeing eric <laughs> the shit started falling off yeah I, yeah we're <laughs> like let's have a band was <laughs> <Now's> the time <laughs> galactic put the screws to ben i think That's it like was a podcast now and they said they said Lump or galactic and, and, and obviously he, he went with galactic <laughs> because lump was such a strange band and i know ben uh, he, i'm sure he misses lump greatly because that was amazing a band that that he he did some great saxophone work with. And, um, and then so lump dissolved. And I I went to go to the mermaid lounge one night and uh, we had already started playing at the, at the JO with uh, Glenn Barbaro's, his family owns the Jefferson Orleans and he offered up the Jefferson Orleans. Like we had, we heard in the last podcast about egg yolk and we, we were just doing, doing, doing it. You know, AP actually came in and played with us a couple of times and um, and I saw Eric A, and
0: AP Gonzalez was the drummer for LUMP, Lump right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and Grassino, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no.
2: Just LUMP and Black Problem.
0: LUMP and Black Problem. Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: And, and I, I saw Eric and Lu, and um and and Mike, and it's like, what you all doing. It's like, uh, oh. they were kind of moping around because LUMP broke up. It's like, hey, man, why don't y'all bring y'all's horns? We're just doing some, we're playing some Dixieland stuff. You know, you want to come and play? You know, and they're like. Yeah, why not? You know, yeah, they they love Glenn Barbaro. and it's like it, it sounding great to them, and and so that that's how that all got started. And seriously, we had that moment when we played
0: Glenn is our sousaphonist. Yeah, in, in, in Agio Jubilee. Right, right. Yeah.
2: It was that moment. We had that moment with please don't talk about me, and it was like you know I, I've read Hammer of the Gods twice, and I know that they they did Train Kepa Rollin', the first thing they played. It was like. And they knew it immediately that this is going to be good. And we played Please Don't. And we just like, yeah. This yeah, is, this is going to be is good. This going to be good, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. It's that was a fun moment. Yeah. yeah. yeah we got something. Dude,
0: I can't tell you how terrified I was, man. We were in really? the early days of playing. Absolutely, <laughs> inwardly terrified. Oh,
2: I still am, yeah. Probably, like, probably <laughs> like Mac was
0: two years ago yeah so. maybe more so you know because i was like i was like i uh, i don't know what do what are we what no. do we say you know what i mean but but that's so much of that scene i think back then and uh you know it's interesting like ben Elman went over to galactic Stanton went over to galactic and galactic had its eyes set on doing something that was uh you know a little bit more pal- financially sustainable yeah a little bit more palatable <laughs> to the masses outside of New Orleans but the thing of it is is that you you just can't deny how great uh, the musicianship and the creativity was on the scene because it was so apparent but every band from a like can we be successful would any manager be interested in representing us or whatever every one of them it seemed, had some unbelievably idiosyncratic and weird element to them that simultaneously made them great to go and see. Sure. And also completely unbankable. Exactly. Outside of New Orleans. Any agent or
1: manager is going to be like, I don't know how I'm ever going to sell I know, I know.
0: And these were wildly good bands. Like, Like, they were, they're still, in my mind some of the best shows that i've ever seen anywhere yeah ever it was more comparable to cbgb's you know. in the 70s
2: i think yeah that that, that, that sort of thing because there's so many different weird things going on at that you know sure, sure. And a mermaid was a fertile ground for that and when pat pat Cro- i was going to say Cronin, who's your boy pat yeah when he's yeah, when yeah. He was like pat, god damn it that's that's yeah he's he was like when he saw us he real he's like this is it this is what we gotta have with the mermaid and I'm doing my pad voice again yeah sorry Pat. but, but uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah mermaid really encouraged just the strangest thing I mean it was open every night and Pat and Helena were there you know working the bar and and, and like there might be two people in there and there's a guy on stage doing something wild you know yeah yeah yeah, and 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 and, or something really terrible or you know or (laughs) it didn't it it just didn't matter it was just like just go and try whatever you want to do there and that man that place was just and we were in that place i mean a joke that we were made for that place yeah they
0: embraced us wholeheartedly you know and then and it we fell right into the (laughs) into the into the Bosom of the of the, Speaking of the buzzers, mermaid was, was, scene.
1: Was Wendy working there then?
0: Oh, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wendy <laughs> on, was. Yeah. Segue. We didn't yeah, Wendy it, was working there at the t- at the time.
2: The first wave of the of mermaid. The, the band played Chris,
0: Christie Fathery. Yeah, uh, there were. Yeah, I mean other other Shounder friend yeah, yeah, friend of the pod. Know. Tom. And Before yeah, the stage, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: we got to play Love on the other know. side of the mermaid for a brief moment in time of the mermaid existence and then they built that stage on the other side that faced the oh, interstate that's, that's right and then that and that's when it became
0: that, that we, the real mermaid yeah, yeah.
2: right yeah. but 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 for forever not forever but for the first first you know three years of the, the mermaid everyone played on the floor and you know you were one you were with the band pretty much you know totally yeah
0: mermaid yeah, yeah there was
1: just like no room between you. Yeah, you're right you were with the band. well the
0: mermaid had all kinds of stuff going on, you know. it wasn't just music no, either. Right. Yeah, you know, they had this art thing happening. Right. You know, Jessica had art yeah shows that they Sean had Hall. like Sean Hall. That these multiple Sean Hall went you
1: know, on has gone on to be a. I mean, I don't know. I think a, a artist of no, yeah, no you yeah, got a show
2: coming yeah. up. Yeah. I saw um, yeah.
0: No, she had she had shows there. Remember, she hired me
2: the Bing Bang with the XL1
0: oh, to you did do it, right the the egg videography. And she had the she had this like egg thing. Oh going right, on. yeah yeah yeah. So and she it, broke the yolk or something. Yeah, I know. It didn't have anything to do with us, but <laughs> no, didn't didn't I she know. But us, still, just, a
1: complaints booth, just or something? A happy accident or
0: whatever. I think she did. Yeah. That wasn't you. No. Oh. Okay. Maybe it was. Maybe I did. I don't remember everything that I did <laughs> over there because. It was it was such a great scene. There was so much shit going on. I think Heather Weathers probably had shows there. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, with the meat jacket and all yeah. that kind of stuff. The meat I think I remember the meat yeah. jacket. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they had that outdoor area that was great. Oh, you know? dude, yeah. It was yeah. so nice. Right. And you're, like, right underneath the bridge, and it's just yeah, it was, so punk. And, and the, it's
2: just so, so, it, so, it, so punk rock. The sugar yeah, mill. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Sugar great. mill. Yeah, it wasn't even... It was abandoned at the time. Yeah, there was a
0: way, there was like, uh, the, the place, so you can, if we can paint the picture for you folks, it's like the perfect kind of like artist thing that, you know, way back in the day, if you were in, to make a comparison, Williamsburg or Greenpoint or something like that before the gentrification rolled in, it's just your basic abandoned, dilapidated area, except there was some development going on nearby. Because a little bit. the warehouse district had been slowly, slowly, accumulatively developing well, the CAC, since the CAC was there well, since the yeah, end of the World's and, Fair, right? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, this is on the other side of the. Br- well, you know, you're right. It's like four exactly. Five, five yeah, blocks yeah, it's away. four or five blocks away, right? Yeah. Exactly. And uh, so there, there were like some condos and shit like that, but there was just a you know a large scale abandoned warehouse building that was across the street from the Mermaid. Mermaid was tucked away it, in what probably was a working-class tavern for the longest time, uh, on a street called John Churchill St- Chase Street, which was ex- exceedingly difficult to find yeah, or to tell anybody Chase, yeah. how to how to get there right. uh, in the days before Google Maps, <laughs> and uh, and it was and, really difficult to tell someone how to get there. It was It was damn near impossible. But you which could, kind of made it fun. But you, yeah. could, get them, you yeah. could get them to it was go. get kind them of like an kind of Easter egg. Because you were like, man, the show is going to be fucking great. You know, like, Brown Hornet is going to play. Brown Hornet Brown, fucking shout
2: out again to Andrew. Yeah. That's one yeah. of yeah. Andrew's favorite fucking bands. Fucking love that band. Brown, Jesus yeah, they're they, they, from yeah. Austin. They came to town often. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: Friend of the Pod Andrew turned me on to Brown Hornet. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah, that was another band that really was an inspiration. Kate, uh, Kate sure.
0: Swan's husband is the front man. Is that right? That's right.
1: A shout out to Friend of the Pod Kate Swan and one of the many examples of uh, ex-girlfriends of a certain podcaster who always go on to find better relationships after the, uh, they break up with certain <laughs> podcaster.
2: It's
1: a theme, folks. It's a
2: theme. Yeah, we were, I remember going to The Mermaid. It wasn't even The Mermaid at the time. I mean, the, first, the first shows, it was outside in the parking lot. It was uh, AGB, The All-Girl Band. The All-Girl Band, yeah, right. And Phil yeah. Degree. And right. um, <laughs> Yes I,
0: it All was, the it freaks It was like man.
2: all It was I all All, the, the, freaks, free, all you know? the freaks
1: Phil Grief Funny motherfucker too I Yeah. Recall, I can, man God damn it
2: Play is You need a beer Jeff. Crazy so, Sure Butt
0: but, off But also uh, Paul You've been a director of You've been a director of films And As you have a, Exactly And uh, Paul and I Have had a Conjoined experience in life In many ways uh, We went to UNO together playing a band together we were in the same film department together at UNO Paul's a year older than me um, we went through we,
2: we, we went through the, the the whole rigmarole together
0: though that's right yeah that's right I mean kind, kind of like Rick and Max you know like right Paul and I have had that same experience exactly but not like we're like oh I'm gonna to go to Emory or Tulane it's like no you know it's like Metairie our, our hand to UNO. Yeah. You know, right? We <laughs> both faculty. started off at USL. I we both first, did. That's and right. Second. That's fucking unbelievable. Like one year at USL. I and love it. fuck that. And then back to fucking UNO. It's U-L it's now, like, right? let's make, let's make, uh, we're going to do films now. UNO you know, right? video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
2: we were in the AV club basically at UNO. But, yeah, but we went, we, we saw it through the whole film. I mean, it, it it ultimately, if you wanted to be in the film studies in the
0: ultimate and class. Pick up the ladies. Was, oh, girl.
2: yeah. was this 4,000-level course that we had to all take the, together with Dr. Stephen Hank.
0: All the it, drama people were in the same <laughs> building, man. <laughs> all the, all all the, the actresses and everything. Yeah, right. Oh, God, right, yeah. People, people like, yeah, talking yeah, 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 to yeah.
2: the brick wall, you know. <laughs> I took an acting course. I remember the <laughs> woman was like... Look at me! She was like, "That's what you do when you're on stage." Look at me! <laughs> I, I, okay. Oh, uh, right. All right. I fucking love so, it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but yeah, we we went through this this whole program, and I guess some of was like about fifteen of us finished in this four thousand level course. That's
0: right. Yeah, and you, um, me, Corey, Bart, 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 Chris Prince. Um. I don't know who else Rex, so, and that, Rex. That, that's anybody yeah. that's everybody I remember yeah, there it I is boom. boom that's it it's over with after that
2: and uh, yeah and usually at UNO they uh, have um, a, a spring film they call it and that year budgets were cut and uh, no spring film so if you want to make a film on your own go ahead so I I, I did I, I, I ordered a, a magazine fourth 400 feet of agfa film and it's like Jeff, super expensive come on let's shoot this thing right and so we went and shot this thing on 16 millimeter on a bolex
0: for for our listeners how much how how much time does 400 feet get you it gets you 12 and a half minutes if i recall correct correctly about 12 and a half minutes all right yep and it's expensive it's expensive it as
2: fuck. It's expensive. The film isn't that that expensive, but to get it developed and everything it's is better edit ridiculous. and camera. Yeah, yeah,
0: but that didn't happen. <laughs> no,
2: we shot we shot it, and it was our first movie, Mound Men. You could see it on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, what is it? What is it? It's called, called Mound Men. Yeah, Mound Men. Check it out on YouTube, everybody. It's yeah, yeah, Glenn yeah. Barbro and myself.
0: Right, Glenn Barbaro is so in great. a Yogi Jubilee. I so casted great.
2: myself only because I the person that my character had to smash a, a watermelon on top of their head. And I wasn't quite sure <laughs> if it was going to, you know, be harmful to the person. So I decided I would do it myself. I love la <laughs> Keaton kind of thing, you know, and I, apparently it actually felt great. I, I recommend it highly so, to everyone. <laughs> yeah, bust a watermelon on
0: your heads, folks out there. If you get a you ch- heard it here from a, a uh, Jeff Zolls, tells me what it's like, <laughs> put a watermelon in your head, man. <laughs> dude i was uh i was uh enamored of my i watched the stuff and i'm like uh, i like the Sven night uh, long distance composition man. oh yeah
2: and 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 you know, kind of still old, to old this men, day i think X that the also, shoot who?
0: i shot the film paul directed it yeah yeah,
2: yeah. The, the zoom at the, the one of the, on, on the on the the, the celebration shot you that's know that's right a,
0: yeah it's a great shot a 1970s zoom yeah right yeah, yeah yeah those all turned out to be yeah uh good instincts <laughs> for 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 <laughs> filmmaking instincts, right yeah. I, I think they did and uh, and then and then uh, so fast forward a few years, and uh, we worked on some other films we kind of Sport- had a
2: band of, of filmmakers we yeah, were, that's right we were a band yeah 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 and we, yeah. And we took and we, and we took care of each other's productions and everything, and we produced i'd say what five, five films I want to say films. yeah so
0: we had we had Mound Man, Fluffy. Jesus. heaven and earth uh all shot on film Clap guy clap oh, wow. guy 221 two, 6 20 uh i don't fucking know the goddamn man. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is it's something something it was, thousands of miles i watched it
2: recently i tried to put it on youtube unfortunately there's a lot of bob dylan and beck on it and youtube kicked it off so uh, unfortunately you can't see that. It's a it's really good. It holds that was, up great. That that was yeah.
0: that was directed by our friend uh, Bart Stevens right. who now lives uh, with his wife Adrian in
2: Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Okay, so we mentioned that
0: earlier. And listen, I wanna say something. Remember the woman that was the actress in that film? Did I tell you about her?
2: Oh, uh, um What was her Elise. name?
0: Elise Elise Sidon.
2: Sidon. Se- Seiden. 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 Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. S E I D E N. Yes. Right? Yes. Elise Sidon was the actress. Shout out to Elise Sidon. If you're listening to our podcast, and I know that you're not, <laughs> and I'm going to fucking get it to you because I want to mention this, is that 7,415 miles? Maybe 7,400. So. Could have been like that. I think that's what. <laughs> yeah. And God, Lord. And Bart, <laughs> if you're listening, let us know what the what he the title is. Yeah, knows. he knows, right? He knows. All right, all right. That'll well, be one of those guys that we're, we're gonna
1: start skyping people in, folks. You all right, know, it's gonna be a Skype. At
0: least Sidon, out of nowhere, I was at Lost Love Lounge, and I was uh, I was just we we show The Walking Dead at Lost Love Lounge, and then after The Walking Dead, they have a show called The Talking Dead, where they talk about The Walking Dead for however long, which is retarded, but and, okay, and then there's a show called Comic Book Men, which is Kevin Smith's show, okay. right? And I mean, you know, Kevin Smith, right? Right, you know, right exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, Famously, I kicked off a Southwest flight for being too fat.
0: Anyway, and 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 I'm, I'm more, more famous for Clerks and yeah, Clerks and uh, <laughs> other things, right? Anyway, That's looked I looked her up. I I looked her up because I was like, has at least Seiden. I just imdb beat her on a lark because I was like, has any has, have any of these actors other than Nicole Barre, mm. you know, who was I in... I saw her
2: in a movie just recently. With, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. With, She's been doing well. The planchier, yes.
0: Anyway, has, yeah. a, have any of them gone on to, to do anything? And I look at it and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. She's one of the executive producers of comic book men. Uh huh, and and then I looked, I was like, well, how did she rise to that position, you know? And there's there's like nothing before that. Right. There's there's like community theater in Colorado and a few things. And I'm like, how the fuck did this happen, man? So some kind of way, I'm she got have, woke. She got woke. I'm gonna have to get in touch with Elise Sidon. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, yo, yo I was on the thing and I shot the movie I didn't shoot did I shoot that too I don't well, think I shot man, that, I think Corey, shot Kenneth, that. Corey shot that yeah, one Kenneth, that's Kenneth right my hip hop yeah, yeah, yeah. artist
1: that I'm going to be representing my MC uh, see if they're getting activated man it's getting activated yeah you know what I'm saying
0: god that was a bitch of a shoot man. that
2: was a bit. it was like 15,000 2,016 locations It was so absurdly inefficient. You know what (laughs) I
0: mean? (laughs) It was. (laughs) It was absurdly inefficient for an independent production. Which is
2: like, but it's beautiful. Uh, It it, it is. It completely rots up with time,
0: man. There were some great things that happened in that film, where like this guy that who was like a poet that Bart found, uh, just like got drunk. Actually, as we were filming, right, and because we were shooting the, and could never have acted better. Right. You know, and he was really, he got hammered. And he was like... My favorite story from He my, was delivering lines, you know, but he was like drunk. It, it just it couldn't have been better. We had know? to do this this rain scene with Brax
2: Bragg, uh, who is no longer with us. Uh, but he was one of our great friends. Namesake
0: of Braggfest that I told yeah, you. Yeah, Braggfest. Bragg, wow. Brax was in this film. He I didn't the, the tell you about that. He was the character of this movie. And right. there was a
2: rain scene where he was... Uh, supposed to, to light a cigarette in the rain <laughs> and, uh, so I, I think i was standing on a chair with a sprinkler yes. like in yes. covington somewhere yeah 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 and i'm like hosing them down like a garden
0: sprinkler like the one i have in my backyard yeah, so i'm hosing that's them that's what down. we used for right the and, 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 rain. and
2: like and so like <laughs> and the bart's like all right go ahead light a cigarette and, and, and oh, the and camera is in, inside of a car because it doesn't. We don't. Because it was kind of sprinkling a little bit. And he didn't want to get the camera wet, so we had the camera in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm sprinkling down, like hosing down <laughs> Brax. And, and Bart's like, "All right, Brax, light a cigarette." And he and he'd light a cigarette, and it was water. It's like he can't light a cigarette. It's like and Brax, Bart's like, "Light another cigarette." And he pulls out another like, <laughs> And he kept on doing this like three or four or five times, and finally this woman came out of her house and said. Stop doing that to that guy! <laughs> who said that? This woman! This random person! This who just, just
1: was watching out. us! And like They said you gotta stop torturing this TV dude, bro! She's standing on a chair.
2: holding she box telling him to light a cigarette? She has no idea. She doesn't see a camera or anything. She yeah, has Why are no you asking
1: this poor dude <laughs> to like, light a cigarette? She had right, yeah, here,
2: man! She's like, stop doing that! <laughs> stop torturing <laughs> him like that! <laughs> 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 oh it's like Sorry, sorry We're making a movie We're making a movie <laughs> It's like What? You you're, doing a, you're doing a Shitty job of it You're distressing me It's like All so you see is like Me standing up With this guy With a host And bark like <laughs> She thinks Why that you're like hazing, it, like you're a frat boy yeah. hazing the guy. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you that that shot, that shot to this day, still,
0: it looks like somebody's holding a garden hose above his head. Yeah, it does. And, <laughs> and, eventually, and eventually, what we had to do was we were like, we we're like, look, man, the drape of water coming down has just got to like hit the front part of his head, but right. not the front of his face. So you just gotta like somehow hold it there in such a way, in such a way that like he can, the cigarette can be dry. <laughs> did so it, that did, he did can it ever look. work. It did eventually. <laughs> eventually, yeah. he got lit. I did, think. He, he, he didn't even right.
2: tell? He's like, I like smoking. But, but I also think
0: that Brax was like so. It was so absurd the idea of like wetting down somebody and asking them to light a cigarette that he was just kind of smirking and laughing in that exactly. Brax way the whole time. Right. So I don't think I don't think it ever really like you know <laughs> registered like maybe the the way there were so That's many so things. There's so many things that we learned on 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 so many issues. Like I never forget the one on Clap guy where we're like we're like we wanted to convey the idea that this clap guy was doing this independent film and there was a generator in the trunk that was fuming so badly that he was knocked out by the fumes and that the crew didn't give a shit about him so they dumped him on the side of the road so that they wouldn't have the liability right but we we didn't we 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 spared no we spared all expense we didn't pay for anything right and and so we're like we had the generator there, and we didn't have. Yeah, this is the thing when you're doing comedy and film. That's this is what I learned from that scene. When you do comedy in film, you have to overstate it visually. You know, you just have to. Yeah. it's got to be like you have to make the fumes big. Yeah, it's like right? they have to register it's
1: like Buster Keaton Prattfall type. Sure, shit.
0: you have to understand like, oh, this person is like knocked out because of the, you know, right? X plus Y equals Z. Has to be really fucking clear, and uh, and it wasn't. And so we had the scene. It just never worked because, like, the generators back there, da da da. da. And we tried so many fucking different things, and we had uh, we had so many accidents on these fucking films, man. Like, because I was like, I idiotically wanted to shoot day for night. Uh, on uh, no, because was it was black and white idea, right man. it was a whole idea for this we film tests like, tests we tests. did tests on this and stuff yeah. and wasted money on that that was and he- heavy c- brass i yeah. know on heavy brass and we could have done things better uh you know that way but like uh tony green no, it came out from, beautiful I, it, cr- it came out beautiful it did i'm not knocking that all right all right but what i'm saying is like we did burn his corneas like trying to make it happen because we had to put Christ, we had to put the really? lights so close to him yeah. to get the you he know, literally burnt his corn. Yeah, we messed him up. Like he man. had to go to the doctors. He he did. Yeah, 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 did. Yeah. Did. yeah. We he fucked him Is up. He man. A re- rapper no, no, he's okay. But we
2: he's still doing great. Also with his band. Yeah, he's doing great. <laughs> he was we... the lead singer for Frank Frank's Record Dead. Exactly. We loved so much. And Frank and, and Tony sings with us every once in a while. But now he's at a new
0: band called the. Mm! Fortifiers. The Fortifiers, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Folks, if you want to go see the Fortifiers, check them out online. Fortifiers, uh, friend of the It's a Good Life Babe.com podcast. We, we burned Tony's corneas out. And we we, burn, we burned his corneas.
1: Look, Folks, just a small support, list. Support, support artists who got burned in the cornea yes. by the producer of It's a Good Life Babe.com. Exactly. Jeff yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Sorry again, share Tony. The,
2: share the love. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I don't mean to laugh like like a
0: hyena <laughs> it sucked believe me it sucked I felt terrible about that I mean small list of things that happened on different productions that we did um, you were worried about busting a watermelon on your head Corey drank a whole glass full of like I think four raw eggs he, he was the director and he, the, he did that and he wanted to do that yeah, he smoked
2: a cigarette that's, that's self determination yeah he did his it his own thing right right, right. very impressive yeah. Yeah. Brax
0: stood in the rain and did multiple takes for the crazy we one we had some other outside. injuries also yeah, I almost I lit a guy on fire <laughs> yeah um, and right before the guy got lit on fire Rodney busted his finger and almost ah. chopped the tip of his finger off yeah. so you're just gonna pass right over the lighting again yeah fire uh and the cornea, <laughs> so he got want to d- roll d- right past that yeah like like i had this dude who uh uh brad right was his name right yeah uh, yeah Br- brad yes, yes 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 of course brad uh brad was acting in my film and he he uh you know we had this scene where he had to put out this fire that was in this tv and uh <laughs> and we took no safety precautions clearly Right. And, uh, and <laughs> why would in, you? In front of God and man and the neighbors and everything, we shot the scene in front of my apartment at the time, on Cleveland Avenue. It's still and there. He's, <laughs> and he's trying to stomp out this like fire with his foot, and it flares up suddenly around his legs. Oh you know? Jesus! And yeah. we're like, oh my God. He's so it fight. just his hair. Or did this it was. Did, it, it just. It didn't. It, thankfully, it only lasted for like one second, and nothing happened. Nothing occurred as a result. But also, right before that, um, Rodney, who was our camera operator with his own camera, had been doing uh, some like handheld. Doing stuff. some handheld shit in the house. He missed his cue. He, he tripped over a wire that was not like taped down or something properly. Right. And he, he curled his body under to like not let the camera hit the ground. Took one for the team. And he took one for the team, and and, and like this hard just... metal fucking thing like smashed the tip of his finger, and just and almost cut it off. Dude. It may have... That was blood all it over. May it may have partially cut it off. I think it was. And then he like, and it, there was blood everywhere, and then he had to go to the hospital. God bless you, Rodney. wherever a, you are. I know, exactly. He's <laughs> in New Orleans still, yeah, Rodney. Okay. Yeah, he lives in Jefferson, I think. Maybe Shut he moved shot, now, man. but uh... So, uh, Ronnie Chauvin, friend maybe of the podcast. But anyway, uh... <laughs> Maybe still harboring resentments from that. You know, who knows? Maybe, that maybe enemy of the project. He possibly has a flat tip to one finger as a result of my negligence. He was he was he was definitely into the project, and
2: uh, and he took it well. And he I sure I remember, did. I remember I remember him. Super super yeah. trooper. Yeah.
0: Super trooper. Uh, what other things happened on these things? Like we got cop stopped by the cops numerous times, uh, trying to shoot by the lakefront. Oh, And in well, City a Park, the garbage and, men also, well, and they oh, and the garbage man that yeah, we had, right? I felt exactly for that. one thing, because yeah. we we bribed these garbage men to do a scene for uh, the movie Fluffy uh, for the very final fucking scene. And
2: but I think, actually, I think <laughs> you still we, feel bad about that? No, I that, think I, I think, I think uh, Bart tried to talk to uh, the department about trying to ha- let us shoot like these guys for three three minutes and they're, yeah, like, they're a, like no yeah yeah they're like flat out denied them, and then like garbage
0: and, people don't fuck around man and so that's the, like a, that's a mean super, business the no, supervisor
2: actually came out and spied on the garbage man and we gave we had breakfast for him and everything you know
0: and we, we made the truck stop by bribing these guys with like... With food. You bribed yeah, like, them with food. With egg McMuffins and shit. Yeah. Right, that's how you do it. Which, like, it's super fucking hard work. And we were like, we're like, yo, we're just going to stop them. And we're going to say, can you give us like three, four minutes, whatever. Egg and McMuffins they were like... The bomb, and look, all, of, all the workers were like, that's great. That's great. Yeah, they were, they were great so, with so it. So we gave them... And the dude was spying. The supervisor was, oh, knew the
2: date and everything that we were trying to do this on and everything. And he came out and watched. Jesus. And saw them stop for like five minutes, because we got some good shots. Right. Beautiful shots that Jeff shot, you know, of <laughs> uh, the garbage bag flying through the, the air. Because we just... Uh,
1: and, were there repercussions? We uh, did, we did some shit we with, like, some... We don't know, but... We did it,
0: some shit with, yeah. with balls, man. But you it know, was like, like,
2: you know, back, that's just... all uh, did All, all shit. that shit kind of combed... It's like, just added up into, like... By the end of Heavy Brass, I think... I mean, I was so sort of spent on the whole... Thing Of filmmaking And and this What what happened With everybody And and at the same time Egg yolks started happening And it's like Fuck it but, but then the you got few, a job. job. I got a job. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That helps also. But I see also. what you're saying. It
1: was like you, you were maybe feeling like it was unsustainable because of It's the, like all
0: like, this shit that were we so were exposed. doing to people. You, so you know? Yeah. But, we but were but also-
2: Exposing people. It, it, we,
0: we were shooting everything the on shit. film. It's, just a, and it's, it's so- Super ex- expensive. Freaking
2: expensive. And time consuming. You're working so hard. And you get nothing out of it. You know? And you get nothing out of it. And when you start playing with a band- Except these stories these stories, of course. And yeah.
1: suddenly you start playing with the band and it's like, oh, I just have to show up, strap in. And, and we're just
2: playing Dixieland. <laughs> we're playing frickin' Dixieland in bars. And we're, like, bars. And we're playing fun. it badly. Like and right. people are loving it. And we're playing like, it badly yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. are loving yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's like cute girls. Instant, instant gratification. Instant <laughs> gratification. <laughs> right, right, right. And that was and the <laughs> end of the film for a long time. <laughs> Each song that you
0: write for a band is like one movie. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. And a movie takes like Three years of pain pain and hardship or whatever. Right. And then all you get is one song at the end. And you're like, hey, I hope you love it. And half of it seems completely fucking amateurish. The sound is impossible to get right if you don't have any fucking money. Exactly, dude. It's so hard. Or the lighting's hard if you don't have to get right. Right, exactly. Like if you don't have the bag of tricks that the top motherfuckers have, then your, your shit sounds like shit. I don't care what your script is, yeah. right. or how
1: good your DP
0: is, You're right. an amateur. how right. good your right. director You're amateur. is. You're an amateur. Suddenly, That's people it. are like, I can't hear it. Right, right. So we made these idiosyncratic films for a time that uh, people go back and they love them for what they are and everything. And then, fast forward, uh, we did a few kind of in between. Um, and then... Uh, Late as of late, in the last five years or so, there's been a little bit of a resurgence. Because then we're like, reached a certain point. Well, we're all in the field. Well,
2: not all of us, but myself, Jeff, Mike Hogan, Keith Hajar. That's right. Also went through the ranks of the UNO uh, film program. That's right. Also, you know, and uh, I think that's it, right? Yes. Four of us out of seven. So you start to think, okay,
1: maybe it's time to reconvene as mature... Uh, thoughtful adults. We should and, I mean, everyone's atten- always
0: like why don't y'all y- make videos? Be, be
1: intentional. Be intentional but, but and al- measured. But also we knew we knew like done. we could yeah, do used-
0: we could do some shit and like and do it pretty much right. You know Yeah, exactly. And then and then uh, the other thing that we never had back then, you know, which I can say about seventy four hundred and fifteen miles, is that there was no tactical approach whatsoever to like sound and, and or anything like that. You know what I right. mean? And and because, you know, like, like, what I learned from that film is that you can't, on an independent film, you just cannot, you can't stretch it to the ends of the earth and hope for it to, like, to really come off really good, you know what I mean? Like, like you can make a good independent film, but you got to dial it back into the budget constraints and and try to be creative within that because if you if you have no fucking money and you pull it and you push it way the fuck say so that was a great idea about heavy brass is that it was all overdubbed yeah. right and it was intentionally done that way so I the didn't only want to sound the only thing that needed to be done right because of sound. a great creative decision by Paul was that the visuals had to be right exactly. you know and I shot it and there was a bunch of shit in there that I would redo obviously you know because it was we were all young oh, yeah, yeah. at the time. But but it's like getting that sound right, man, is the, is is a huge challenge on an independent film. Sure. And, is. Uh, sure and, is. and so you know, for me, I was like I was like, you gotta like to to do it really to do one of those things like really good and really well, you gotta dial it into a couple of locations with a tight script where you can get some good, lo- good location sound and a few things like that. That's my little philosophy. You gotta right, shoot about efficiently. You gotta shoot super efficiently and... I and, personally
2: like ADR. And ADR, right, <laughs> if you can Just do it, the whole dang thing. <laughs> if you
0: can do it, right. But over time, you and I developed enough connections with people who really do that shit for a living, right? you know, to get in touch with them and make things look a little bit better, way better. You know, in, in a certain sense. So anyway, we fast forward and uh and I feel like we shot your film right? A Night at Amethyst. A Night at Amethyst. Which um in that manner. It was because a great success in my mind.
2: Not I'm not sure if it was in everyone else's. Well but, dude,
0: there's like six hundred and seventy <laughs> views on uh on YouTube. Yeah, right? was yeah. like That's all right. Yeah, we that's, got like two pretty people
1: pretty yeah. where so people can find it on YouTube. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, it's called oh, A,
2: just a go Night at Amethyst. Please, folks, whole, check out this book. It's, it's a whole, you, you'll see the poster, it's and it says, click quarter, here. But, uh, yeah, so basically, the, 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 the Night at Amethyst, if we want to get into that. Please, the, yes. The, the idea yes. was, because I thought that, that Egg Yo Jubilee was very capable of being uh, movie music producer producers for, for music for movies, and um, and we are. It's as apparent as, 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 as after the whole thing was done and uh, and said, the the music was just fantastic, and uh, and we are very much looking forward to diving into that whole realm. I'm not sure how we're going to get everyone's attention because the movie is such a weird thing that people don't have that, that people seem to have problems with it. Uh, but but we're going to do some more stuff with. Making music for movies. That's right,
0: that's right. That's, that's, <laughs> we, wanted, we want to, to do that because we have a, a seven-piece band that can do lots of different things, and we have people who are talented in a, a myriad number of, of ways. So if you're, uh, anyone out there is listening and you want to watch A Night in Amethyst and listen to the tunes that were written... And recorded by the Ego Jubilee Music Band, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 to and to watch a very entertaining yeah uh, film. Some people then are then put off check it out, it, on but you. it's okay. okay. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Just just
2: pay attention to the music mostly. I mean, uh, if if you're into the, I'm not that, 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 that you don't need to be into what's going on in the movie. The movie was, uh, you know the it's a little extreme in its content i suppose and uh and that's that's overshadowing what what we were trying to do musically, which we nailed we nailed the frick out of the move the music for the yeah. movie i yeah. mean it was just s- spot on and um i mean in, in in the content of the movie itself i mean a lot of people if you see it for face value, then you know then you might be offended. But if you don't see it for face value and maybe look into the problems with society, maybe you might appreciate it more.
0: <laughs> so a night, a night of in amethyst, folks. And, and then the last, thing that. That, the last thing that I'll say about that film is that that was really a combination. I don't think I've ever shot that many setups in a day. That was a one-day shoot. It was a one-day shoot. And we just rolled. We rolled... Despite the fact that our air conditioning got turned off until it didn't get turned back on. And I got to say, like, after 20 years going back and shooting something the way that we shot it when we were young and shooting it that way and being able to know that a lot of the shots were absolutely, yes, going to work, even though there was a fuck-up early on, which was my fault, where we were shooting some stuff in slow-mo, we had to reset. When we had no time... At all. I mean, it was a shoot where there was zero padding, you know, from beginning to end. But anyway, we made it work. We killed that and, production. And, and we, <laughs> we, we, we shot that stuff in one day, and I felt confident that we could do it. We went into the location. We did all kinds of tricks that we, we would have had uh, endless debates about, which would have wasted time uh, 20 years prior. Yeah. And, and we just did them. No, oh, yeah. you know it was like like one thing, Joel. If you can imagine, like we're like, how do we shoot the other side of the table? Because there, everybody's sitting at a table, which is a difficult thing to shoot <coughs> right sure, off the of bat. Course. Because. Because a table scene violates this very basic 180 rule, no matter what, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, yeah. it's like is a person looking from right to left sure. over here or left to right over here? When you turn around to shoot this way, then they're looking in exactly. the opposite direction, and you don't understand the reference point except that they're all sitting at a table, and then your mind pieces it all together as, <clears> a, <throat> right. as a puzzle, right? And there's no way to and get you around need depth that, of feel. and you need depth of field, and there's no way to get around that conundrum, right? So. What we had to do was this, was that one side of the room uh, had a bunch of boxes and shit and, and couldn't be used as a set. Right. But the other side of the room had these wine shelves on it. So we just took the table and we, and we put the cast that was on one side of the table on the same side and used the same wine uh shelves a brilliant use of the location right right right, right. <laughs> exactly and then we use told the... them no matter what you have to look the opposite way right in order to make it match and that's how we shot that fucking yeah. scene man All and those i was slow like, motion. I was like i was like we ne- we couldn't have done that man twenty we just couldn't have done it we could Sorry. not have done no, that not no ever that that's, that, yeah. that would have been Jeff a fail Danville it is, would have been a total is, fail
2: Jeff Duville is the man, if you need a camera guy, believe me, <laughs> I am here right. to testify... Jeff Duville will do you right.
0: Thank you, thank yes. you, thank you very much. <laughs> Jeff, how are we doing on time, bro? Well, we're we're you know about at the same time that we were when we ended the last forty-seven minutes right now. Okay. so we should probably wrap it up on part two. I have a few shout-outs. Yeah, when, go ahead. When we're ready to do no that. go, we're and ready then, for shout-outs now. Well,
1: these are these are friends of the podcast. Since we started recording, we've added twenty subscribers so tonight just since we started recording wow all right so thank you folks you're listening please share it with your friends again we want spencer to quit his day job thank you give us itunes ratings and then um andrew wade smith texts and says you guys were texting at snake and jakes i thought that was funny like i guess while we were potting he's like are you texting me right now while you're potting yeah 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 we we do all of that we multitask." Yeah. So, shout out to Andrew Waitsmith. He's quickly becoming a super big fan of the podcast. <laughs> uh, Javana Khalil, uh, old, long girlfriend of a podcaster who. Uh, what? What's
0: going on with Javana? I've never met Javana.
1: Uh, Javana is. Uh, yes, we'll save that story for another time. Javana's awesome. Shout out to Jovanna Khalil. She's a great human being.
0: But what did she do in terms I of did, our podcast? I instead? did
1: not treat her uh, as well, as I should okay, have. Okay, well, we don't t- have to get maudlin. I'm not. You know? I mean, we can... <clears throat> but, we, but she She says she's listening in. <laughs> Coincidentally, happy accident. We're sitting here podcasting now, recording, and I get a text from her saying, and you'll get the reference you want, Paul, because you haven't listened to this podcast. She says Middle Eastern food can't be elevated. please. Because remember we had that whole conversation in a previous episode about our ex-producer bringing Shaya to. Dude, Shia it can't.
0: Food. It can't. Sorry, Javon, Have you you're been wrong. to Shaya? Have you been to that restaurant? I'm going uh, next month. You can't going elevate month. it to
1: five stars. Sorry, Listen, I,
0: wanna, I just want to say this. She is Middle Eastern. Shaya is great. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Is not the, it is not the best new restaurant it's not in the America.
1: Country. It's just not. You can't. It, 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 you it, can't serve hummus no. and be the ne- no.
2: No,
0: it just can't. Sorry, Giovanna.
1: Right, 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 exactly. So you're oh, gonna have to text me back
2: later. I'm grape leaves. <laughs> That's some superior. I, I don't know. Leads. No, I, I they're agree. Handmade. They're handmade. They're, that they're, now
1: you can that, have that superior hummus. I'm just saying that can. hummus can't be elevated beyond other hummus types is
0: of hard fruit. to. The, I, mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can get to five stars. Well, Sorry, yeah, yeah, Jelani,
1: yeah. you're wrong on that. She also says, uh, also when we were quote unquote dating, she puts it in quotes, I ate a shredded wooden spoon in your quote unquote hummus. And I remember that, like, I accidentally... The Wait, wooden... she ate a shredded wooden spoon? Like, ma- while well, I was making hummus... That's and such I was... a weird statement. And I, well, no, what's true, I was such... <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> explain, let's... explain. Okay, explain. Well, let, let me... me explain. Think about you guys when you guys were making films 20 years ago. Imagine me, like, the trying wooden to... wooden spoon. I was trying to make hummus, and I had, like, a food processor, and the wooden spoon got kind of caught up in there. And some wooden spoon ah. shredding got up in the house. Yeah, office. you can't do that. And then she oh. ate it. She ate it. <laughs> oh. That
2: kinda, oh my! It's, 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 they'll, they'll, they'll knock you down. Oh, so my. she's
1: Javana, um, Sorry about that. Um, and then <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> so those are. I got one last shout out. Uh, this is fun. Whoever our new twenty subscribers are, thank you. Uh, and and then I gotta, dude. I, we for the because we're getting like excited about the podcast and we're looking at like. The people rating us and all this shit. uh I gotta say, uh Mitch Hardemullen. Hardemullen. That's a great name. Mitch Hardemullen. Hardemullen. Mitch Hardemullen says a must listen. Nice. And then gives nice. us five stars. And he says, even for the ignorant sports fan, Joel's oh, analysis yeah. will make you feel like Here an we expert. Go. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's sports and that, getting that, that warm one,
0: feeling that you described at the beginning that, of part one yeah exactly yeah and that's the smoke somebody, going up me. your own ass Exactly.
1: good call <laughs> he could have said jeff but he didn't and i was like okay this was from september 30th 2016. i have not checked out until today i had not checked out to see if anyone had like reviewed our shit right and i'm like who's this dude shout out to you please keep listening you know, if you want to come on the podcast and Skype in, we'll do that, man. I don't, you know, because we're going to we're going we're gonna, to we want to treat our uh, our fans uh, fans. <laughs> <laughs> we, we want people to listen to the pod to call in. We're going to start sure. that at some point. But Mitch, uh, thank you for noticing. And and I and I tried to like figure out like what was he referring to? Because we had not done any sports podcast at that point on September 30th, 2016, except for. And this is blowing smoke up your ass. The uh, deluviad uh, Olympics.
0: Oh, the the Olympiad.
1: The Duvalympiad. Olympiad. See, I can never say it because I, I don't right. have a, I don't have a producer. Right. If Spencer was here, I could yeah. say it. We don't have a, We don't have a producer, folks. Um, but the, I so I saw that today. I went back and listened to that podcast. And folks, man, it's funny as fucking shit. It's <laughs> one of the few podcasts where we actually prepared and had some shit like we had a punch list. Instead of just like free flowing like we are tonight, because sometimes when, like, when Jeff just do the, uh, when Jeff and I do the pod without a guest, we'll have like a punch list and some oh, of uh,
0: yeah of things that we want to talk about. And some of that right. shit's
1: funny, man. The the the, the villiad is, is was a fucking great episode. Whatever the fuck it is called, <laughs> I mean, we had something for everything, man. You gotta go, folks. If you're listening now, please, I implore you to go back and listen to that pod because it's funny as shit, man.
0: And it touches on all cultures of well, New Orleans. That's what Philip Jasper said when he came up to us, man. He was like, he was like, "Are you a, yeah, here? I go again." Oh, no, don't do <laughs> <No>. it, <you. laughs> Jeff from Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. Yes, and he's like, "Yeah, I've listened to all of them." And Olympiad. Uh, he said it. You know? He brought
1: that up. Yes. God damn it, because that yes. was the funniest shit, dude. That was maybe one. Of He's our like, best yeah, the one with guys. the
0: Olympiad and little homie Ivan. Because we were
1: talking about like dominoes and like barbecuing contest, we whatever, dude. We, yeah, had, we, we had like eighty. So basically, it was during the Summer Olympics ball. And we, I, 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 I we came those, up with like you 80, this? Yeah, 80, yeah. 80 different events that would take place in New Orleans. But they're all New Orleans ah. centric events, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And it's something for every. Every Single person, like we had, like the rich person home viewing or whatever, yeah, right. Like
2: exactly. Patterned sugar snorting, yeah, that exactly. would be We, had, we didn't yeah, get thank that. You. we <laughs> could we might have to revisit the, next, during, the, next during,
0: the exactly, during exactly during the yeah, a few years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll come back. So, look, those are all my sh- uh, shout outs in the housekeeping. I uh, just look, folks, we're so excited that you're listening and turning on your friends and family, and please keep doing it because. I don't know, if you support us, you're going to support New Orleans culture, and Spencer gets to quit his day job, and, and we're, look, and see, I mean, I'm, I'm joking, but but about that part, except I'm not, I really do want him to be able to quit his day job, but but on a serious tip, I feel like what we're doing here on the podcast in a lot of ways is we're recording an oral history, you know, and if we... The hope is to monetize this thing so we get to do this for a living, but at the very least I know that someday all these podcasts are going to end up in some alien museum, Hoping the aliens come after Donald Trump explodes everything and there's just the roaches and then all the
0: people with the bad livers eventually die off from old age. Yeah, the mantis people will come. And the mantis people will come. And they're like, what is this SD card?
1: yes. Hmm. And they'll talk like they'll
0: talk like Philip. They'll be yeah, like right, what right. is this
1: Jeff and Joel Tales right. New Orleans. And maybe it will become their Bible. <laughs> and it'll become some sort of Bible for the roaches. Yeah, that's right. That, that the, roach people, the, roach the Roach people. The Roach people who'll be like, ah. <laughs> they'll be, they'll
0: if, be like let us refer to Paul Jeff and Paul Joel's, and Joel's Who's Tales Gretchen? from New Orleans. And then, that, yeah, yeah, wars will be fought according oh, according to according our, our rules, <laughs> they're like, which no, they're, they're like, at one point You they, don't
1: understand, Joel said that if you break you up with someone, they're supposed to find
2: love afterwards.
0: That becomes a rule, and a, and, and a war gets fought over that. And many roaches get stomped because that's the way they execute each other, and so that, that happens for sure. The roach people obviously evolve out of New Orleans. First, because of we course. have most we, the most roaches. There's like three. I've seen roaches now.
2: in their natural habitat. It's, it's cute. It's really cute. It's really cute. Yeah. yeah. No, we yeah.
1: have a roach that's hanging out in my bathroom, and we're like, but He just rolls up. I'm like, "What's up?" Seriously, every morning, it's not even. A, yeah. His just life is. Uh, his, like, yeah, yeah. I write up <laughs> like these magnolia leaves.
2: It's like, oh, family of roaches.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Like, like look look at the, the roaches. Oh,
2: the yeah, roaches are so nice. The roaches seem to be more friendly and
0: cute. Six million years from now, and they'll hear this. They're already becoming
1: more cute friendly, man. I'm not even fucking kidding. All I, I'm just, I, I was them just is, thinking about today when
0: but I was can I say that early on in their development and in their evolution when they discover how to stop being hunter-gatherer roaches and, <laughs> right. and they become ag- agrarian roaches right. and they form cities they will soon have competitive events that take place in arenas <laughs> and they will refer to the Olympiad episode exactly. and those will become the events they're like,
1: or, do we want to do the strategic dominoes or the, like the Lay them up and knock them down, dominoes.
0: Exactly right.
1: <laughs> they're like, we don't understand the difference between Asians and Black people. And ar- arguments. Black people do the strategies of going an Asian, but they were not They're not going to know what that reference means.
0: Yeah, they won't. They won't. And they'll, and they'll have, be super confused, and they'll, they'll have wars over it. They'll have wars over it. They'd be like, "You're an Asian roach." You know? okay.
2: hey, if y'all ever want to do another roach podcast, please invite me on. I have millions of roach stories. Okay, good. So, yes. good. Yeah. The, the roach the podcast. Roach.
0: We're gonna have Paul Grass on again. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And the, the 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 my bandmate and friend of thirty years. Thirty years uh will will we'll be on the podcast again. Years. And uh, yes, it's been thirty years, <laughs> and uh and we will talk more cool as me. about roaches exactly. uh as, as we as we go forward. And folks, uh thanks again for tuning in. It's a goodlifebabe.com, Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans, and we will see you next time. Yeah, you're right. Bye.